Texas Powell to the people on the best talk in town. Well, I got up early this morning, turned on the radio. The weatherman gave the forecast that he really didn't know. He said we might have a little sunshine, might have a little rain. Might have partly cloudy skies and it might just snow again. Well, I found out a long time ago, there ain't that much for sure. But God's love and faithfulness will forevermore endure. No matter what comes, no matter what goes. If you're on a high, if you're in a low. If you're getting sick, if you're feeling well. If you're getting up, if you just fell. God's love and faithfulness will always be the same. Some things never change. Here's Larry Powell. Hey folks, it's Powell to the people and this is January 2nd. This is our second show and we're so excited because this is where civility is always in style. And you're listening to KXEX 1550 AM and I'm so excited about what's taking place and we've got some special guests with us today I'll introduce to you in just a minute. But think about this folks, Uh, we're starting a new year, 2022, absolutely amazing and when you think about All of the New Year's resolutions that people make and how many of them actually get done. Very, very few. And I I like to call them maybe a New Year's perhapses. Uh, And I think a lot of folks will identify with that because whether you're losing weight or uh, exercising or uh, wanting to change the way you treat your kids or whatever it is, uh, there are a lot of things that happen and uh, we're, uh, we're in for a special year because going to try to get through all this crazy covid stuff um and once again omicron now and i mean there's a new variant just about every week that comes along but you know what uh we're going to find ways to get through and we're going to be civil to one another as we do it and we're going to have a great time this year because we're choosing to do so well let me tell you what we've got a wonderful couple with us today uh, matt and carrie perkins are two friends of mine uh, from people's church uh uh, and they're doing some really unique things at church. Uh, first of all, Matt, uh, tell me a little bit. What's your day job? What do you What do you do when other than this that we're going to talk about grief in a minute? But well, thank you so much for the opportunity to be with you and share. Um, I am actually a worship pastor at People's Church, and uh, I have been a worship and creative arts pastor for. Nearly thirty years, and uh, so you just finished the season. So Christmas yep. just got done, and yep. So we great time. Take a little bit of a stress relief getting <laughs> through that time, and and you know, you know, you just mentioned of getting through all the COVID thing of just how you do church. How how do you approach these things? And it's always different, and it's always changing. Yeah. Uh, which I guess for a creative, and uh, when you are you know, trying to do, you know, different things. Um, the variety is, is, can be a fun thing. <laughs> it can, absolutely. Absolutely. And Carrie, what do you do? I know, um, the grief that we're going to talk about in the, the program that you offer is absolutely fantastic, but what do you do in real life? Oh, well, I manage the household, <laughs> um, and I work at Valley Children's. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about that. So what do you do um, there? It's a wonderful job. Um, I, uh, recently got it this last year and um, the privilege to be able to walk in and to serve uh, the kids yeah. 
um, that are um, going through their own, you know, sicknesses or uh, whatever, and then their families, sure, and then the nurses. And so I am um, a patient care um, technician. Oh, I love so it. So I get to uh, serve. Yeah, fantastic. There. I have four grandkids, mm-hmm. six, eight, 12, and 14, and uh, I think they live there. You know, <laughs> you know how yeah. that is. Yeah. But the, the six and eight-year-old, um, they have a, a risk gene that is very, very oh. high, and they run into everything. They, you know, they just yep. go through the walls and through the door. You know how that is. <laughs> yeah, that's more exciting. <laughs> it yeah, really is. I, I know, because I have, I have children the same way. <laughs> yeah, well, and uh, the head of of the hospital, uh, Todd Suntropak is a mm-hmm. fantastic guy, mm-hmm. uh, does a lot of really good things in the community and, uh, I love him. So, but yeah. you know, this COVID thing has really made it tough on a lot of families mm-hmm. and a lot of kids because now the five through 12 year olds get their shots as well. And, um, the grandkids just finished two of them, mm-hmm. their second one. So, you know, it was, uh, and th- the good news for us is the dosage is less, mm-hmm. so it doesn't impact them quite the same. Um, but they ended up no pain, which was good. Mm-hmm. So even the shot didn't hurt. So yeah. for all of you out there with those, uh, you know, five to 12 year olds, think about it, you know, mm-hmm. think about it, um, help take care of those kids. They're going to be in schools and lots of things get passed in school as a former County superintendent, I think I caught everything you could catch. <laughs> you know? So it was part of what, but you know, the reason we're here today is to talk about a new program that you're doing. Uh, on grief and it's called grief to growth but you know uh fascinating we're going through COVID, a lot of grief yeah well at church what do we have uh 20 some people passed away from COVID, Mm -hmm. and we couldn't do funerals right well uh, i want to ask you in a little bit how do you do grief when you can't grieve you know so that's one thing we want to talk about but i also wanted to know uh what got you into the idea of even doing a program on grief and and doing a service like this to to families well i think um, a lot of it comes from our personal stories you know both carrie and i were both impacted by loss in 2015 um by different ways and um both married you know i was married to uh, my late wife for 26 years and uh had two beautiful girls and and you know we recently had moved to Fresno we were serving in Orlando Florida as worship right. pastor and and moved here and just a few months later she was diagnosed with a rare and aggressive type of breast cancer mm. and you're adjusting to life a cross country move you know when they talk about those top 10 stress list yeah, of what many of them. At yeah, once. we did like all of them. <laughs> and so cross country move, uh, change jobs, sell a home, try to sell a home. Yeah. Then kids uh, adjusting to a new location. Yeah. And so yeah. you're, you know, you're finding friends and all of your, who your tribe is. Yes. And then in the middle of that, she's diagnosed and, um, goes wow. into intense, uh, intense treatment. And I, couldn't be more thankful for this Central Valley community, though, mm. um, because it. I grew up in the Midwest. I was raised in the Midwest. And so for us, it really, this is kind of like the Midwest. Yeah. Mid-California. You know, yep. Is and, Midwest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it um, reminded us a lot of the, the people. And I think 
probably a lot of the agriculture and the things that are a part of this community. We just felt supported and loved. And even walking through the trials, um, you know, we we still felt that, um, you know, it was so that was for both, you know, and and Carrie's story is different, but but it's, um, you know, both of us are walking through something, knowing how we navigated, not that we navigate because you do the best you can and you walk through it, but understanding how people are hurting and grieving, if there's a way that we can help, not to tell them how to grieve, right. but give them some tools to say, we've walked this journey. We haven't done, we've we've done things that work well. We've done other things that, hey, I'd do that differently. Exactly. But um, if we can help others through this process, then this is worth it. And so that's how Grief to Growth was born. Gotcha. Well, how how long did it take from the time your your wife you knew about it till she the um, loss occurred? So we we learned of her. She was diagnosed on December twenty third of twenty fourteen, okay. and um, she passed away in July uh, July twenty ninth of fifteen. It so, was aggressive. Yeah. Wow. So it was but still uh, seven months. Right. You know. And through that time we didn't know that it had progressed um until the week before. She finished chemo, went through intense chemo mm. and then found out um on a Wednesday through her oncologist has said, you know, unfortunately this has this has spread yep. and seven days later uh passed away. Wow. And Carrie your story is a little different. Mm-hmm. Uh, can you share a little bit of what that was like? Because I know what happened, mm-hmm. um, and it was a shock to the whole community. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about it. Yeah. Um, my uh, late husband, Eddie, was um, a children's pastor at North Point Community and Church. And <laughs> yeah. yeah. And um, and so we were there serving, um, and he was uh, speaking at one of the adult services um one of the uh, Sundays, it was November 22nd, 2015 and, um, healthy guy, no ailments, no issues. Um, and he was up speaking at the first service of four that he was going to speak that day and talking about our, you know, the, the children's building that um, we had, you know, uh, that was built and, um, just talking to excitement about, you know, getting kids in there and, um, teaching them about God. And, um, and then he walked off that first service and, uh, he had a heart attack and, um, passed away. And, um, our world was rocked. I yeah. mean, you know, I get a How call, we have five boys and, um, yeah. And so, um, you know, they were in ranges of 19 to six years old. So, wow. um, you know, just, yeah. uh, a, a wide range of, of, children Which meant and, you had a lot to deal with yeah and so it was just a shock to all of us and for me i just um didn't you know you sit there and go so what am i supposed to do now you know um okay yeah. god i i just have to say okay god yeah you gotta you gotta carry us because you know. wow so you guys you went from two yeah you went from five <laughs> to now you have seven and yeah. many of them heading to college 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So college is a regular daily budget item. You know, for yeah. you. It is. Yeah. Well, you know, and for our listeners, uh, any of you who have gone through loss, uh, this is the full spectrum from a right. long time illness to a sudden mm-hmm. loss. Uh, I mean, how you the, how did you two end up getting together in this? <laughs> well, we uh, we were both in uh, counseling, and um, we were. It was a friend of mine that called me. It was the week before Mary Beth passed away, and he said, "Hey, what what are you doing next Thursday?" I'm like, "I don't even know what I'm doing in an hour." <laughs> mm-hmm. He goes, "You got on a counseling appointment." And uh, if you're not there, I'm going to know about it, and I'm going to come and get you. That's a friend. And um, and so I started, um, which ended up being the week after she passed away. We didn't know. Wow. But um, started going through counseling, and um, that's actually how we met because we were seeing the same same therapist. So anybody, they'll ask, you know. How did you meet uh, therapy? (laughs) (laughs) You know, let's pick that up. Uh, We're going to take a break here right now. Uh, Folks, I'll tell you, uh, this is really good information. If you know someone who could be listening right now, call them up. If they're going through a loss of any kind, this is something they need to hear. And we're so glad that you're with us with Powell to the People, where civility is always in style. We'll be right back. You're listening to Powell to the People. Write it down. Now you know that tomorrow is always going to change. No matter how much you plan it out, it ain't never going to stay the same. But I found out a long time ago, there ain't that much to sure. But God's love and faithfulness will evermore endure. This is Powell to the people on the best talk in town. You know, Here's I, Larry Powell. I love, love that song. Powell to the people is, is headlined with this great song about some things never change. But, you know, one of the things that does, and, and another line from that song that is so good is no matter how much you plan it, it doesn't go the way you expect it to go. You were you were sharing with us, Matt. Tell yeah. us a little more about yeah. So met. Um, we met. Uh, I was going through counseling, and um, you know, if, if someone is going through loss, I I tell you what, that has been just a huge help because you're able to kind of work through some some things. Uh, we ended up going to the same counselor and uh, ended up meeting through that and it was it wasn't um because it was you know we were looking for another partner it was we had common stories and um and kind of our background we both we both married at 19 our uh our late spouses uh served our married life in ministry and um just kind of how bizarre both having tragic circumstances of, you know, pastors being in um, kind of visible uh, community, community roles. roles. Yeah. And um, so that was just kind of a, you know, talk and uh, see see what, uh, you know, how it, bizarre our lives were. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it really is amazing when you think about it, uh, because when you're going through grief, 
you're probably a little guarded, you know, um, yeah. of releasing your heart or, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of thing as well. Uh, so how did you work through like all of those things? And then knowing you got kids, five mm-hmm. boys and two girls, yeah. how are they going to respond? You know, yeah. Because our, our listeners that are going through this, I know, are probably going, how can you make that work? Right. Well, very carefully. (laughs) Yeah. It, um, that was one thing that, um, you know, it was that following year, um, that, that we had met. And part of that I had, I was going through some transition in my life where, uh, my oldest daughter was getting ready to go down to Southern California. She, uh, went down to Biola for a little bit, but was uh, staying with a family, was kind of nannying for a family down in Orange County. And okay. and so there were changes with that and my youngest daughter being here. And, and we had a conversation that was, hey, dad, I don't want you, I don't want you to put your life on hold as hard as it is. I don't want you to put your life on hold for us. And the, with the kids the, came to you with yeah. this? Wow. Now, and part of that was the, they were both at different stages of the things that one wanted to hold on to, the other needed change. Sure. And so it was navigating those, those items. And, you know, and one line that uh, my daughter had said was, now, dad, I just, I want to know about it because, you know, if you're out in the public you know, someone will always come up and say hi, yeah, or they're going to see who dad was yeah. with. <laughs> and, uh, and that was before we had met Wow, uh, when she had said that. And, uh, and, but the line she goes, she goes, well, dad, girls are crazy and women are just older girls. Oh, and so, oh my <laughs> word. <laughs> I love it. And, and a lot it. of it, it was, it was them being protective sure. of just going, if someone gets close to you, we want to know who they are and why. Yeah. And, um, well, and, they're going to be actively involved right. in the family. And I think that was that role as parents was and is significant to us. And mm. anything that is going to jeopardize that is sure. not worth adding that. You know, it, the girls, you know, at that stage, it was like, you know, God willing, they're going to go on, they're going to get married, they'll have kids. And if we don't navigate this well, I could jeopardize a relationship not only with right. my daughters, but potential grandkids and in the future. And so there's a there was a lot at risk in that. You're walking on glass and fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and then then you're in a church yeah. and everybody has an opinion about <laughs> everything. Yeah, they're all watching <laughs> to see how you respond. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, how do you do that five times? with five boys well they weren't so much coming to me for anything like that (laughs) Uh, and it wasn't even on my radar it was just okay god you're trying to get through yeah and i just was you know there wasn't anything potentially about you know someone had mentioned to me something about when you you know at some point you're probably going to remarry and i think i got sick to my stomach it was like that's not even sure that's not even an option right now too soon too soon to think about and you know it's it was it was very much a a, a timing of what God, yep. his plan and what his will was because 
it wasn't something I was looking for. Um, and I just, you know, in my head, I had basically waved the white flag and said, okay, God, I'm just going to continue being mom and sometimes have to be dad when I'm having to teach a child how to shave because yeah. he's not here to do that. And that was, those are some tough things that, you know, sure. you don't think about. Um, but then, uh, saying, okay, I, I'm just going to raise the kids continue doing that, be grandma, whatever, whatever it took, you know, and maybe later down the road that might be, yep. and then God had another plan. And <laughs> you know what? I'm happy. I'm yeah. glad uh, that well, he's. And it's different for everybody. My best friend uh, was Larry Deaver and he passed away in 2000. Um, and his wife waited 15 years to remarry. Mm-hmm. So it, yeah. it's different for everybody mm-hmm. because, oh, yeah. and uh, she loved the Lord and, you know, uh, things weren't ready at the right. time and right and when it was ready it was ready yeah um but i mean it's it, it's a challenge how, how do you guys help folks who come in with all of those questions so tell me a little bit about your program because grief to growth uh is a fantastic concept because i don't think people feel after grief you can grow you right know? well and and if i could say something that when you said about you know this person waiting 15 years and everyone has a different path and everyone feels you know they're it's different for them um it's the same with grief like not Uh, everybody's grief is the same not everybody's steps are the same not everybody's thoughts every emotions all of those things they're not all the same and so that's what we want people to understand and you know that everyone's is different and if you can grasp that then you can take it to that Step of growing. So, how many do you have in a class? So, the um, we did a class uh, this fall. We had fifty that wow. uh, were a part of that class. So, you have fifty different perspectives. Yes, mm-hmm. and fifty different types of loss. Okay. Because initially, people will will look at it and go, "Well, that's for people who are widowed." Well, no, that's that's just people who have experienced loss, and so. Grief to Growth, and um, our website is grieftogrowth.org, and you can go and check out. We have a podcast. We have different resources, but Grief to Growth really is about helping those who have been impacted by the loss of someone or something significant in their lives. Mm -hmm. So we had people in the class that had lost a a over 20-year career. as an executive, we had some who lost a relationship that ended in divorce. So there, there have been losses that were attributed to death, but there are also losses that were attributed to types of non-death. Right. And so we did have people that and this this works for everybody. This is yes, kind of oh, yeah. Loss. Yeah. yeah. This is. When we look at it and say, well, you know, there's a lot of grief support programs. Why is, why do you do something like this? Why would you want to, to do this when there's a lot of other programs? And there are, mm-hmm. and, and we cheer them on. We encourage people to be a part. This is. In other words, there's enough work for everybody. There is. Yeah. <laughs> you, know? you look in the news. How many yeah. things do you see right now talking about the need for mental health workers and programs, even I was going to refer a friend to a counselor Mm. and he was like, you know, I think I need to. And so I talked to the counselor and said, Hey, what, 
where should I have them call? Well, you know, I've got about a six to eight week waiting list right now, but I'll try and work them in. Wow. Wow. So almost looking at this as can even be a sort of triage. We had people that that lost spouses, but then there were uh, younger that were, you know, college age and young adults that lost parents. We had people that lost children and extended loss of over 10 years that had had lost. And so it's navigating different types of loss, but saying, we want to help you. Sure. This is about taking the next step forward. And that next step is different for every single person. And so the worst loss, this was a, a quote by H. Norman Wright, is uh, the worst loss is the one that you are experiencing at this time. And so getting a plan of personal development, how to walk forward, how to move forward, and we go through those things as a part of this. Wow, wow. You know, when you think about it, uh, 50 people, 50 different things. Mm -hmm. Uh, It can be the loss of an individual, loss of a job, as you said, those kinds of things. Uh, You're navigating a whole lot of of differences, but there are some commonalities. When we get back, uh, we're going to take a break here in a minute, but when we get back, like to talk a little bit about what are the common things that happen for folks going through grief and and that way you you can begin to to navigate if you know what you're going through because i'm sure there are a lot that don't have any clue exactly what to do where to go uh maybe we can help them with some of the things you're going to talk about you're listening to powell to the people where civility is always in style and we're so glad to have with us today a really good program grief to growth You're going to hear more from Matt and Perry after we return. You're listening to Powell to the People. Write it down. This is Powell to the People on the Best Talk in Town. Hey, one of the things, welcome back, I wanted to mention to you is that uh, we have a lot of John Waynes. You know, they can kiss their horse but can't tell their wife they love them. You know? So <laughs> it's kind of a carry and bury syndrome. And, and uh, I was just wondering, uh, how do you help folks identify what they're going through, what it means for them, you know, that yeah. kind of thing? Well, we have um, with our in-person, and we're just getting ready for an upcoming um, eight-week session that's going to be happening, and uh, that's going to be at People's Church, and uh, we start on uh, January 11th, and okay. uh, so it's eight Tuesdays from 6.30 to 8. It's a little over a week from now. Yep, so. and so uh, there's still time to get in and and be a part of that, and they can just go to our website at grieftogrowth.org, and they can find more information and get signed up. But identifying those types of things, one one aspect that we do is we talk about types of loss, mm-hmm. and then we, we talk about the things that they may be, because there's some that may be going through some issues 
we talk about disenfranchised grief is one of the topics that we use. And, and this is when someone might experience a loss, but others don't acknowledge that as important. Wow. Or they feel like, you know, I really don't have the right to grieve. You know, I've talked with, um, it was one of Eddie's best friends, and I, I talked to him one day. We were uh, talking and and just said, hey, I, I would like to talk with you on our podcast mm. about the loss that you went through sure. and how this impacted. Because a lot of it, he was like, well, you know, you kind of look at, well, that's, they're the ones that are really grieving, but it impacts. Um, it cascades you know, out. It's, yeah, we talk about the ripple effect of grief and sure. how, you know, you throw a stone in and you see that extend in both of our churches, you know, especially, I would say, especially where Eddie was on staff and at, at North Point right. in town. Um, the how that impacted because it was a sudden loss on a Sunday morning and you have so many children you know so now parents are trying to talk to kids about grief right. and manage all of those things and so you know it's a letting people know one you have a right to grieve yes and when you experience loss this is your own personal journey and so, and nobody can go through it for you. Yeah, unfortunately, you know, it's yours. Yeah, yeah. darn it. Yeah, <laughs> going through going through our eight class, eight week class. You know, it's also understanding the expectations, and people look at it. With, it's only eight weeks. Yes, this isn't a start to finish. This is setting out a. Here are eight aspects of your life. Right. You know, whether it's, you know. You're breaking Finances. the ice for them a little bit. You're it's you're okay setting. To get well, into it's this. sometimes it's so uncomfortable for people to talk about grief, right. and the ones that are you know have so many questions and they're walking through it, and then the the people that they're like, well, what do we do? And that they don't people don't have the answers, sure. you know. And it's like we're not afraid to talk about this um, because we've walked through loss, and um, but it's so important that people get the tools sure. so that they can grow. And well, then, one of the things I've noticed about both of you, you're free to talk about your spouses, your mm-hmm. former spouses, yeah. right? because they were a key part of your life. Right. Yeah. Uh, some people feel, you know, do I need to stop that? Does that relationship stop? But yeah. it, it doesn't. That, mm-hmm. Yeah, that can be you so know? dangerous. And, you know, I always tell people if if you feel like you have to hide your past life mm. because you know in our family you know in our home we have pictures there's pictures with Carrie and Eddie and the boys there's pictures with me and Mary Beth and the girls that's really healthy and yeah. and it it is not just about blending our lives together right. and our kids but then we're blending um our late spouses family which is our family. Grandmas and grandpas don't stop being. Right. right. Yeah. For, you know, uh, Mary Beth has one brother and um, and then so in her family, that was important for me sure. to say, hey, you know, we need to come along in the process. I've known them since I was 14. Wow. They're my family. 
just and he doesn't as stop much being an uncle. No. Right. And so I think those are things now that we're entering into grandparent land and we're, you know, embracing those. It was Mary Beth's brother that talked to me also before uh, Carrie and I had met. And he goes, hey, I've known you since you were 14. You're my brother and you're always going to be my brother. At some point, you're going to meet someone. Yeah. And just so you know, they're going to be in our family as well. Boy, that's and, a healthy move. That's great. And it's a, it, you still go through those feelings sure. of, you know, going, okay, how do we walk past the awkwardness and you just hit it straight on? And I, I think that's what this program is. How do you set goals that well, and even I, in the middle of grief? Yeah. And I noticed as I was looking through the book, the copy you gave me, uh, it's it's almost like an individual education plan, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It's it's targeted for each person and their own experience of right. what they're going through, yeah. and helping them deal with that. Yeah, as opposed to here's a formula, good luck. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, what was so great is we were going through in the because we divided up into essentially three different segments. Mm. There is what was and what happened is that the first third right. and that's how do you process your loss what is loss what what consists of grief your emotions that go haywire in the process yep. then what now and kind of finding your balance and just going okay life can really suck right now and it's okay to you know it's okay to admit that it's okay to say that to God. Well, God is not going to be offended because you're ticked off. Well, everything is not okay. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and and then in that last third is what's next. And we had some that were uh, going, okay, we're going to set some goals. And there were some that decided, hey, I've been focusing on the loss of the memories that I've lost and missed out on. Yes. But as a result of this, I'm going to start making new memories with my kids. Um, Some decided I'm going to get my health back in line and I'm going to start training for a 10K. There was another person that said, you know, I I set aside because of my grief, Mm -hmm. I set aside a lot of the hobbies and interests one was was music. She said, "I put aside music because I I was grieving, and now I'm picking this back up." Is, is that part of the process of people trying to say, "I don't deserve to be happy"? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's guilt, guilt, and you know <laughs> yeah. all of yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah, I think you you're in you're so overloaded and overwhelmed that it's like all you can do. Sometimes it's just all consuming. Mm just to go to the store. Some of the goals we talk about is, hey, one of the goals for this week, we and we have a um, in the the back of their course notebook is a daily, you know, here's some gratitude, you know, areas of gratitude. Yeah, I saw that. That was, that's here's good. some things that you can go through. And then after that week is here's my week one wins. And write down what is something that 
I made my, I was proud of myself because I did this. Sometimes it's going to the grocery store and making sure that your milk isn't expired and in your fridge. Sometimes it's just getting up and taking a shower. Yes, yes. You know, it's wow. so simple. And it's not something that we ask them to make some big, huge, you know, um, goals to, to set. Right. But that's also Those there, too. But the little to ones, the right. I mean, for me, sometimes it was just making my bed when I got out of bed mm. was a big goal, you know, for right. me to know that, you know, I can I can keep moving. Yeah. <laughs> my wife wife lost her sister suddenly to a heart attack mm. and uh, which is unusual for women a lot mm-hmm. of times but they have more than people think right mm-hmm. more heart attacks and uh and that's been a long time for her you know almost a decade now and it's still so fresh mm-hmm. right in her mind mm-hmm. um her, there was six years between she and her sister but it, it's like it's mm-hmm. oh it's very very difficult. Well, and that's uh, in the book "Experiencing Grief" by H. Norman Wright. Um, he talks about there's there's no potentially no loss greater or unrecognized as the loss of a sibling, somebody that's been with you through all of your formative lives. Yeah. And you've you've gone through that, and then not having that sibling um, is a, a huge impact. Boy, it is. Uh, they're a part of you and mm-hmm. have been for a long right. time, and as a result, it makes it very very difficult. Yeah. And I know we we talk about her a lot so mm-hmm. that uh, she can get through right this kind of time mm-hmm. and and things. But uh, when we come back, I want to ask you a question about. Has anybody ever said to you some things that were inappropriate (laughs) as you're going through the loss? And they're well-intended people, but they say some things that probably shouldn't be said. Well, listen, you're listening to uh, Powell to the People, where civility is always in style, but we're with Matt and Carrie Perkins, and this is a really good program. You need to hear it if you're going through a grief and a loss. Uh, Come and join us. Uh, We'll be back for our last segment here shortly. You're listening to Powell to the People. Write it down. Now you know that tomorrow is always going to change. No matter how much you plan it out, it ain't never going to stay the same. Well, I found out a long time ago, there ain't that much to sure. But God's love and faithfulness will forevermore endure. This is Powell to the People. On the best talk in town. Boy, Here's I love Larry Powell. Love what Mark Lowry says, you know, uh, you're going to go through some tough times, you know. But some things never change, and that's yep. God's love. And I know for the two of you, uh, loving the Lord, being Christians, uh, yeah. you know, uh, helped you get through a lot of things. There are a lot of folks out there. Is this program also for those who don't know the Lord? Absolutely. Because uh, I know it's associated with People's Church. You're, right. you know, part of that. But. What about those that don't? And then I want to ask you a question when you get yeah, done with that. Yeah, and uh, this is the things that we walk through, and we are we are putting together. It this can work for someone that if they are a person of faith, if they are not, um, and obviously our foundation is you know that as people of faith and serving in ministry, but. Our heart is to help people, yeah, and so right. people look at it and say, "Well, I'm, you know, I'm not about that, or I'm not, you know, I'm, 
you know, of this faith or whatever. Mm -hmm. And we had people from multiple churches that was their background, different faiths, some that had no faith. That And so while we will give, this is life development principles to allow you to take the next step. And in our lives, we we equate a lot of things, um, even when we were dating, kind of looking at, okay, are we going to get married? Do we want to, do we want to walk into this next step? And it was that image of a scavenger hunt. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And when you, we try and figure out our lives, you know, and we want to be five years down the road and have all the answers for that. And what I've found is the only thing that I can control is what my next step is. Now, if you take that next step, then you're going to take another. And so it's about... You have to take the first to get the you second. Have, you do. Yeah. And, you know, in a scavenger hunt, yep. you can't... Um, <laughs> you have to... I like Let's that. Start with to, clue one. Yeah. Yep. You can't go one, to... One, two, three. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And if, if you try and skip it, you know, there used to be that TV show, The Amazing Race, and people yes. go all over the world and, and uh, <laughs> do that. People try and take the shortcuts... You know, you try and and stuff your feelings. You yep. try and shortcut grief. You know, it's a pay now or pay later. Yep. And so you can walk through, embrace that grief. I wrote a um, a blog post about um, called it my invisible friend named grief, mm-hmm. and um, and some people were, you know, oh, I'm not making friends with my grief, and it's not that you know, my long lost pal, but that friend shows up at every family dinner, um, at every holiday, at every anniversary Memories of pop a in. loss. Yeah. You're sitting uh, down and, um, smell. Yep. There, choice. there are things that, <laughs> yeah. that bring it back and you look and you're like, oh my gosh, you know, we just came through the holidays yeah. and you have those times at Christmas and there are different gifts. There are new traditions. There are gifts that you didn't buy that you are feeling the the That's the pain loss. of. Yeah. yeah. And you're trying to figure out how do I do life now? Right. And right. so you know that reminds me of another question for you. Did well-intended people ever say something to you that was inappropriate? <laughs> what, what was it like? As you're going through this personal, personal hurt, mm-hmm. this loss, and I, I know people, I, I have a saying that a word once spoken can't be retrieved and even though forgiven is not easily forgotten. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure you don't forget those kind of comments. You give some leeway, but has that happened to you? Oh my gosh. <laughs> you? Yeah. Um, just a, it was just a few days after um, Eddie had passed away and I... Um, was uh, dropping my son off to something and um, for school, and then I saw this um, person, and they were. Um, they said, "Oh, I'm so sorry. You know, uh, we heard, and um, and you know that it. People don't know what to say. I mean, right. we do the same thing. You don't sure. always know what to say, and um, you know. So I'm like, oh, thank you. You know, and uh, all that. And then it was. Um, I mean, you know. It couldn't have happened to a better family. <laughs> and you're like, 
Huh? Whoa. And, you know, in your mind. Well, you're shocked to begin with. Yeah, that's kind of as like, I think the look on my face gave the clue of, oh, no, what, you know, what did I just say? (laughs) I hope there's more to this story. So I just stood there and I said, um, well, and then she goes, well, you know what I mean? Like, and then she started, you know, and it was like, I, and I just, in my head, you know, is the, the not so nice things I was thinking, but at the same time I'm thinking, okay, God, help me to see what she's trying to say. You know, not always you have to say the most profound thing, but an I'm sorry is, is just enough. Really good advice. You know, it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be anything. Because unless you've been through it, you can't know it. Right. 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 You know, just I'm sorry. And if you need something, I'm there to help. Right. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So. Wow. Yeah, I think That's the pretty uh, amazing. Yeah. The, tell you, Carol, I'm, I'm surprised you handled it as well as you well, did. Well, I am too. But I think that was that fog and that still in shock. And I hear you. Yeah, I think the uh, sometimes it's you know you you understand that you know sometimes that the mouth engage you know <laughs> you know before the brain you know yes. you're like whoa 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 and uh, people I know. I know how you're feeling because, you know, I just went through and separated from my wife. And so I understand how you feel. And it is a loss, but it's not the same kind of loss. It is, yes. And when you're in the middle of it, you're like, what are you doing? But I think it, when people are walking through, they have, they have walked through loss and, and that loss of those who are walking through relationships, I understand that it can be sometimes worse than a death in some perspectives because it's like they Still have no them. closure. Yeah. They have it's yeah. like right there in front of them. And I think the if you are walking with someone that is going through a loss and uh you are a friend to someone who is grieving or is walking through loss, allow their grief to be seen. Don't have expectations. I would say one, don't put ex, if you're grieving, don't put unreasonable expectations on yourself and don't put unreasonable expectations on others, yeah, thinking that good. they're going to understand right. your pain because they they have not that perspective. And if you're caring for someone, be there, allow them to their grief to be seen and just just be present right. in their lives. You don't have to say anything. Well, I think that's so important that you're you're there for them and let them tell you what they need. Mm-hmm. Right. And if yeah. they don't have anything to tell you right now, mm-hmm. be comfortable sitting in silence. Right. You yeah. know, with them. Yeah. I, I have a horrible time. Like it it's like accepting help. That was one of the things that so there were people that would say, Hey, you know, do you is there anything you need or if you need something? Yeah. And I didn't even know what to tell them because I was in such a fog. Sure. But then there was others that just said, you know, hey, I know I know you like this. I don't know. Here's a here's I'll a gift card. Yeah, you know, whatever. I'm, I'm on my way over. Get ready. And <laughs> I hear you. Mm-hmm. Another quick area. Is loss different for men versus women and for old versus young and for kids? Uh, does uh, your program Grief to Growth handle some of that? Yeah, I think it's the biggest thing that we talk about is this is an individual journey. And so men are going to, there's every person is going to take 
a different approach. Right. Uh, for those who are younger, we're working on some materials to do um, the grief to growth journal um, is for someone who's experienced the loss of a person in their lives. This is a great aspect of being able to journal and get through your um, feelings and express them and their right. short prompts. Um, but I would say, yes, um, you know, we've experienced in our own you lives. Have kids that come too. Can yes, kids come? we have. Um, so we had younger as in like young adult that are going through. We are currently working on a teen version okay. and bringing our kids into the process to help write this. Well, one of the things that's happening is we've gone through almost an hour very, very quickly. Uh, tell me just a couple of things real quick. What's your website? How do they hook up with you? Um, and, and where do we go from here? Yep. Grieftogrowth.org. Grieftogrowth.org. org, And that has resources for our podcast. We talk about other information that is connected with our material. I know you're doing an online Yep. We have an online course. And so if you're not in this area, you have family and or friends that live in different parts of the country. Uh, we have podcast listeners and people that have been through things that are, you know, Canada, um, right. outside the country. But um, we have an online course, our podcast, the in-person, if you're in the Central Valley, we would love January 11th, we start and it's eight weeks. If you miss a couple weeks, we can bring you back up to speed on it. But I would just say, even if you're scared to, you don't even want to talk to someone, we're not going to make you share. We're not going to make you get up and tell your all your stuff. Yeah. Just jump in and you can email us through there if we can support you. Wow. Remember, folks, that's grieftogrowth.org. Uh, Carrie and Matt, what a wonderful opportunity for you to help a lot of folks, especially post-holidays. We thank you so much for being a part of it. Don't forget, folks, grieftogrowth.org. You've been listening to Powell to the People, where civility is always in style. See you next week. You're listening to Powell to the People. Write it down.